This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Chris Oster with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined by Jerry Vuchak, Chief Information and Innovation Officer for Children's Nebraska. Jerry, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure to be here. Excellent. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Sure. So Jerry Vuchak, as was mentioned, I'm the Chief Information and Innovation Officer here at Children's Nebraska. I've been uh, with Children's for about five years now. My responsibilities uh, span information technology, information security, clinical engineering, strategic planning. And then about 18 months ago, we developed a new group called Digital Health and Innovation. I've been in healthcare for the majority of my career, 32 years, uh, always worked in uh, academic medical centers, including Children's Nebraska, mostly in adult uh, healthcare. Although in my last position at BJC Healthcare, I supported St. Louis Children's Hospital and really got an appreciation for pediatric healthcare, which really interested me in this position here at Children's Nebraska. Certainly, you have a, a long and a story career, Jerry. Thank you again for joining us. So what would you say is the evolution of the innovation gap in pediatrics? And what are Children's Nebraska's strategies to closing it? Uh, that's really, really a great question. So first of all, uh, you know, as I mentioned, I have strategic planning. So we have five pillars of our strategic plan. And one of those pillars is to improve the health and well-being of every child through innovation and discovery. So we call that out very prominently in our strategic plan. We do have a Child Health Research Institute in partnership with our academic partner, uh, University of Nebraska Medical Center. So discovery, uh, research, and innovation are very core in our strategic plan. I also mentioned that we have five core values uh, in our organization innovation, collaboration, accountability, respect, and excellence. So we call innovation out as well in our core values. And one of the reasons we, we find it so important, probably the primary reason we find it so important is that it is a national statistic that of all the dollars spent on healthcare innovation uh, technology, less than 2% of that is dedicated to pediatrics. And when you think about uh, the population of the United States, uh, over 20% of that population is under 18 years old. So it's a little bit of an alarming statistic that less than 2% of innovation dollars are spent on pediatrics. We feel it's important to bridge that gap because we wanna intervene in these children's lives to set them up for great health into adulthood. So intervene early and as often as we need to with innovation to set them up for health uh, in the future. Jerry, given the mission of not only your health system, but yourself and your team, what are some of the recent innovations that you and your team are proud of and what's on the horizon? 
Yeah, that's that's really a great question. So I some of the things we're very, very proud of uh, that have transpired over the past couple of years are we have a, a project that's named Project Austin in our organization. And it was really the idea of two nurses in our organization that saw a need in the community of uh, with children that have a lot of medical complexity. So uh, they had this idea to partner with EMS per personnel in the community to make sure that those personnel had the most current medical records of, of those medically complex kids to intervene appropriately and uh, potentially to save lives and to advance those patients' outcomes. And uh, in 2015, I can share a statistic, we uh, uh, served about 15 patients in that program, and we're up to about 2,000 patients in that program now. And really what that does is allow those EMS personnel to get to those records. And recently, we have developed an application for those EMS personnel. So imagine them having a you know digitized paper that they were revert, referring to in the past when they encountered one of these kids that needed help. We've now uh, digitized it, that in an application that gives them access to real-time uh, feed from our medical record here at, at Children's Nebraska. So that's really an advanced innovation that we're very proud of. And as a matter of fact, uh, our organization was recognized by the American Nurses Credentialing Center uh, for excellence in nursing for that program uh, recently uh, in October. They were recognized by the, the Magnet Conference. So really, really great work there. Uh, the other thing that I'll call out is that our organization was just recognized by Modern Healthcare for our use of 3D print technology and advancing uh, patient outcomes, uh, which is uh, uh, recognized as a top innovator organization, again, by Modern Healthcare. We've been able to intervene with 3D printing technology uh, to allow our surgeons to practice surgeries before they have to occur. It reduces the amount of time for the surgery and allows the, the, the surgeons to get an idea of what they're facing uh, prior to having to, to start the surgery. So really great advancement there. I, I will call out another thing that we're very proud of, uh, a generous donor in our community is helping to finance an innovation center here at Children's Nebraska. We, uh, through uh, COVID and the development of a hybrid work environment, we've been able to identify about 8,000 square feet in our organization. So we originally envisioned having to build a bricks and mortar innovation center. We've been able to save the organization a lot of money by buying back space uh, through our hybrid work arrangement program. And we're in the process of building out that innovation center now. It will open in early 2024. And some of the things we're gonna highlight uh, in that innovation center is it'll, it'll showcase our use of 3D uh, imaging technologies. We'll have a patient room of the future where we're partnering with some of our critical vendors on 
advancing the patient, patient experience and advancing patient outcomes as well. We're, we're getting into a bit of application development in our environment. So if we see a gap in services that some of our vendors uh, don't supply an, an application, we're doing a little bit of application development. We're also going to have a real-time decision support analysis center. So we'll be able to, uh, if you've ever heard of a virtual ICU environment, we're going to take that one step beyond uh, virtual ICU to what we're calling uh, patient care of the future, where we'll be able to take information from uh, biomedical devices at the bedside, analyze that data, and intervene more quickly to improve positive patient outcomes. So a few of the things that we're, we're going to be highlighting in our innovation centers, we advance that. Jerry, congratulations to your team on all those innovations. No doubt they've helped a whole lot of people since they were uh, implemented. Uh, when you look around and you have other people in your healthcare sphere, let's say, and they're trying to devote more resources to this, what sort of advice would you have for them for using certain innovations that Children's Nebraska has put at the forefront? That's really, really a great question. So. So a two-part answer to that. So first, it's very important to build a culture of innovation in your organization. So for us, this is really a grassroots effort and tapping into the wisdom and creative wisdom of all of our team members across the organization. When we developed uh, this uh, digital health and innovation strategy, we very quickly realized we're, we wouldn't be able to do it effectively by hiring, for example, a team of 20 people who were just devoted to doing this. Because what we know here at Children's Nebraska is the best ideas come from the caregivers at the bedside, our folks working out in the field. And so what we decided as a leadership team is we wanted to give all of our team members across the organization an opportunity to participate in what we're calling the culture of innovation. And we've taken a two-pronged approach, uh, approach to that. So first of all, we've developed affinity groups for innovation, and we've started with four affinity groups. So we have one around virtual reality, the second's around our 3D printing technology, the third is around artificial intelligence, and the fourth is around digital wearables. And so we have a physician lead and an executive lead for each of those groups, but they're open for anyone in the organization to participate in. And we have the um, assurance of all of our leaders across the organization that they're gonna allot time for their folks to that are interested in that, uh, uh, have an interest in those programs to participate in them. And we're very excited because uh, we have up to about 80 folks participating in any one of those, um, those affinity groups. So those meet monthly. So a lot of great participation across the organization and a lot of advancement across the organization. The other thing that we've done is we've introduced what we're calling the Innovation Cup, which is a competition in the organization and everyone across the organization is allowed to participate in it. 
And what it's about is submitting your creative ideas around uh, two specific areas of that we're focusing on. The first is around uh, patient engagement. Uh, so how our patients are feeling about their experience with us, uh, advancing positive patient outcomes, and their overall perception of us as an organization. And then the second is our team member engagement. So our employee experience and our team member engagement is of utmost importance to us. We want to retain our employees. We have really great employees and want to make sure they have a great experience with the organization as well. So that's our other focus area. So our Innovation Cup, are, are across the organization, folks are allowed to participate in that. And we just launched that this fall, very successful. We got close to 100 ideas across those two areas of focus. And right now we're in the process of uh, judging those. We have a judging panel of multidisciplinary leaders across the organization with, who will pick the top ideas in each of those categories. And then our, we have, we're very lucky, uh, very blessed to have a strong foundation in our organization who has raised money to help us advance those ideas to fruition. So if, for example, someone had a great idea about developing an application to, to help our employees with their experience in the organization, make that better for them, that would get funded and we would do the development around that and then roll it out to the rest of the organization. So, so to your point in your question, we find it's going to be very important that the organization advances a culture of innovation and that folks feel empowered to be creative, to think beyond the status quo and not do everything the way they used to before, but think innovatively and advance uh, the organization. I'll say the second thing I think that is really critical in giving advice is what we found is, unfortunately, the traditional healthcare vendors, the big healthcare vendors uh, are not as progressive as they could be. So, you know, healthcare for a long time has lagged on the innovation front. And I would stay, say there's still some truth to that today. When we reach out to our vendor, traditional vendor partners and say, hey, we're, we're trying to advance innovation, would you help be a partner with us on that front? They're, they're quick to come to the table, but they're not quick to execute. They're not as agile as, as I think they could be uh, and others in our organization think they could be. What we found success at is uh, partnering with uh, more what I would call startup companies, a little bit more agile, have a really quick development cycle. We found success there. So, so I think it's very important to really vet vendors, look at folks that can be agile, that have a solid development cycle and can advance the ideas you have more quickly uh, so that you can actually uh, you know, see the outcomes that, that you're trying to achieve. Certainly, Jerry, I hope and we hope that the culture that you've created at Children's Nebraska yields any number of ideas and that vendors are able to match that with their agility. 
Uh, lastly, I will ask you, uh, what issue in pediatrics do you believe deserves to be discussed more often? You know, so I, I think I will go back to uh, that statistic of, you know, less than 2% of innovation dollars in healthcare are spent in pediatrics. I think all of us in the pediatric community need to be very focused around that. And we're starting to see some movement in that. You know, there's a consortium uh, that's based in uh, at LA Children's called KidsX, which has been very successful about bringing pediatric hospitals together with uh, innovative vendors to advance innovation in pediatrics. You know, there's another program, I, I can't remember where it's it's exactly where it's based out of, but it's called Invinsa Kids. And it also partners uh, pediatric hospitals with more innovative thinking uh, vendor partners to, to advance uh, innovation in pediatric healthcare. And, and I think we need to continue to hone that focus to where we start to see the tide turn uh, to those equitable dollars coming into pediatrics for research and innovation. Because as I mentioned before, you know, when you think about intervening early in the healthcare of children, that just sets them up for many, many years, more years of, of good health into adulthood. And uh, that's when we should be intervening quickly and often when we see needs in the community, whether it be uh, because kids aren't getting the appropriate healthcare because of social determinants of health or whatever the, the circumstances are, making sure that we're intervening early in the healthcare of these kids and young adults to make sure that they're set up for uh, great health into adulthood. And I think we all need to maintain that focus in the pediatric community uh, and, and advance innovation to help us do that. Jerry, thank you so much for being so generous with your time and your insights today. We definitely cannot wait to share them with our audience and we hope to connect with you soon. Awesome, it was a pleasure to be with you today. I love talking about this topic and, and really appreciate the opportunity. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.